0: Oh, no. Like a million dollars. <laughs> Want to check out that ring? What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me? Bro, I got my disguise on. What's up,
1: man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my buff buddy Mojo Mutati, As always, Mojo. We're gonna start <laughs> with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, who were both in Los Angeles on Sunday, Mojo. But they were not together. Nope. Travis Kelsey, of course, with his Chiefs teammates, although he did not play Sunday at SoFi as the Chiefs played the Chargers in a meaningless football game mojo. Now, also in Los Angeles, was the great Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was... Actually up for an award, Mojo, in what is one of the most prestigious nights in all of Hollywood. Taylor looking absolutely phenomenal, stunning, beautiful, all of that, Mojo. She actually took a rare L, though, yesterday. So, Mojo, she's actually up for a uh, award for her Eras Tour film. She ended up losing to Barbie movie, which did really well last night, won a whole bunch of awards. Mojo, that's not what we're gonna talk about here, though. There was a joke made about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift at the award show. Of course, Joe Coy, the comedian, was hosting the event. Didn't seem Mojo like Taylor Swift, enjoyed the joke very much. We remember during NFL games, the NFL will show Taylor Swift on TV just about a million times. That was the joke Joe Coy made. Take a look and watch Taylor's reaction.
0: As you know, we came on after a football double header. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, We have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift, I swear.
1: There's just more to go to here. Sorry about that. <laughs> Mojo, she didn't look amused. I mean, it seemed like a very harmless joke to me. I'll tell you what, man. That comedian Joe Coy had a rough night, huh? Oh, <laughs> you ain't kidding, Mojo. <laughs> Whoa!
0: I mean, I know this is a sports show, but um, maybe you guys talked about the head on the yes, other Yes, we, <laughs> we did. We he, did. Uh, he did not have himself a career day. We'll <laughs> say that. You know, at Babcock, I heard that this Kansas City Chiefs uh, L.A. game was supposed to be in Kansas City, and last second, uh, the NFL moved it to L.A. just right. to keep Travis and and Taylor together right. on the <laughs> There, that was the word on the street. At least, <laughs> yeah, man, Taylor was not having this joke at first. I was wondering, like. Maybe she didn't hear it. Sometimes when you're in rooms like that, the audio isn't great and it comes off with like a big echo and like maybe she just didn't
1: hear it. Yeah, I would not know mojo cuz I have never been in anything close to a room like that. So <laughs> I'm going to take your word. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it
0: there. Hey, when you watch her back though, yeah, she she was not pleased. I mean, not even like a a sympathy smirk, not a whole smile, just a smirk would have been some sort of acknowledgement. Taylor Swift giving him nothing, not,
1: not a zero Zero. <laughs> zero. Right, not even a smirk. I don't know what's happening at these award shows. Obviously, we know what happened with Will Smith and Chris Rock and Jada Pinkett Smith at the award show, and she was offended by that joke. It seems like nobody can take a joke anymore. At the end of the day, these were really mild. If you want to see some jokes that'll sort of make you, you know, like tug on your collar a little bit, go back a, f- a couple of years and watch Ricky Gervais host, Mm -hmm. by the way, the Golden Globes Award. Now, those are jokes that'll sort of make you start sweating. Joe Coy's joke last night, completely harmless. And by the way, grounded, in fact, we know when Taylor Swift goes to these football games, they will incessantly show her on television. I'm not mad that they do. It's just something that happens. So, yeah, smile, guys.
0: She'd be more mad if she wasn't shown, let's be honest. (laughs)
1: All right, Mojo, moving on to absolutely massive news in the golf world. Tiger Woods and Nike are no more. Mojo, it's uh, shocking news today. Tiger Woods announced after 27 years the 15-time majors winner has parted ways with the swoosh, with the sportswear giant. I mean, I don't know about you, Mojo. You think, uh, for me at least, you think about maybe Michael Jordan, the only person more than that iconic partnership with Nike. Of course, we know that Nike and LeBron James have done a bunch together. In fact, LeBron's got that lifetime contract. But this was such a prosperous relationship, Mojo, over nearly three decades. Now, Tiger made the announcement on social media. We're going to read you here what he said. Over 27 years ago, I was fortunate to start a partnership with one of the most iconic brands in the world. The days since have been filled with so many amazing moments and memories. If I started naming them, I could go on forever. Phil Knight's passion and vision brought this Nike and Nike Golf partnership together, and I want to personally thank him, along with the Nike employees and incredible athletes I have had the pleasure of working with along the way. People will ask, if there is another chapter yes there will certainly be another chapter see you in la tiger now mojo shocking news this morning tiger woods was nike golf he made nike golf and uh i think you've got to wonder now what it looks like without him
0: yeah this is a big one on so many levels babcock obviously the the business dealings the the sponsorships and all of these things are have always been extremely extremely interesting to me personally yep. 27 years obviously I don't need to tell everybody about how long of a time that is to be with the same brand I mean that is insane you're right Nike golf is Tiger Woods I would have assumed that this sponsorship would have continued years after his yeah. retirement, even, you know, Me really too. when you become a household name like this and this synonymous with a product, you don't even have to actively be playing anymore uh, to remain a part of it. So right. I'm shocked. I'm just wondering what, what caused this, uh, you know, does did, did Nike find out something that maybe we don't know yet is tiger, have something coming up around the corner that maybe he hasn't announced yet what is the reason for this shift I mean my guess is maybe maybe Saudi Arabia started an apparel company al golf maybe and uh <laughs> they threw him live golf kind of money to pull him away
1: that's the only thing I can think of I mean this is staggering it really is you would certainly think that Tiger Woods would be in that group of guys that have lifetime contracts and um uh, yeah, a bit puzzling that, uh, that he doesn't, you, you do wonder though, maybe this is something that Tiger Woods didn't want. Maybe he wanted to go in a different direction. I will say this. He has been, uh, wearing, uh, foot joys, joy since he actually returned to the course. Uh, perhaps there were some people out there who saw this coming, who asked why is Tiger Woods not wearing Nike shoes and Nike apparel? We'll see if he ends up striking a deal with another company. Still playing, it's got a couple years left. Maybe, obviously, Tiger Woods not the same Tiger Woods after the injury that we that we used to see. But I think your point remains, Mojo. This this guy is going to be around the game, whether or not he is contending for major championships. Tiger Woods is not going anywhere. Going to be around for a long time. And shocking news to say he's no longer. Coming up, Francis Ngannou joins the show to talk about landing another super fight against a boxing superstar. The Predator, Francis Ngannou, joins us next. Don't go anywhere.
2: What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie. Angie.
1: Welcome back to TMG Sports, Mike Babcock here. We are just a few days into 2024 and we already have a massive boxing match on the slate. Uh, we don't have to wait that long either. Going down in March, this man right here, he might be the biggest star in all of uh, the combat sports world. The great Francis Ngannou is taking on Anthony Joshua and we are joined, fortunately, by the Predator here. Francis, congratulations. First of all, happy new year. And how excited are you, Francis? Again, you go from Tyson Fury. Now we've got Francis and to Anthony Joshua. This has all got to be like a dream to you. Uh,
3: happy New Year, Mike. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, yes, it's a dream. You know, uh, I think I've been living the dream since a uh, little while ago. Yeah. And, uh, so it's been cool. Basically, like um, before uh, the New Year, we were discussing about this already, so it was quite exciting.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, Francis, now, as as you have proven yourself to anyone who doubted you, you went in there, and in many people's minds, you beat Tyson Fury, one of the greatest heavyweights, not just of this time, but, but of ever, period. Uh, wh- what do you learn, Francis, going into this second fight now against another killer of an opponent in Anthony Joshua?
3: Well, uh, what I learned is that you have to stay focused at all times, you know. Um no matter what is would be what your previous uh performance, don't let that uh, affect your next uh performance. You know, um Joshua is a different style, he's gonna be uh fighting different. He has seen me box already, so he knows a little bit what is coming uh, after.
1: You know, I remember, Francis, looking at the odds before you fought Tyson and you were the huge underdog. Now, uh, not as much of an underdog, but still an underdog. Do you think there are still some people who doubt you, Francis? Do some people think that your performance against Fury might have been a fluke and that maybe you can't hang with the best boxers in the world? What do you think?
3: Of course. Of course, some people would think. Some people uh, are thinking that. But honestly, like, he doesn't, I think it does make sense that I'm on the dock. I mean, I'm going against a former champion, again, right. a guy <laughs> that's uh, been in the game for so long, winning and all those stuff. Right. And I was looking for our uh, record, and I think he's 30-something, and I'm 0-1. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, how do you make me a favorite? Right. But I, mean, I should have been even 1-0, but still... It wasn't enough to be a right. favorite.
1: <laughs> I know uh, your uh, your coach was so emotional uh, uh, about how you just blessed him with more money than he had ever made in his life. Uh, and obviously an incredibly accomplished coach. Uh, the, the money great this time around, too, Francis. Uh, are, are they making you happy with the check you're getting? Yeah,
3: very yeah. happy. I'm happy. I'm happy with the check. I'm happy with the uh, organization. Um, I'm happy with um, the logistic, everything, how they are taken care of. Again, last time I flew like maybe 30 people from Cameroon uh, to Saudi, yeah. five, and most of them, like my mom, my brothers, and sister was there for like three weeks. Wow. This time around, we are going to play the same thing. So
1: yes, uh-huh. I'm happy. It's cool. That's amazing that they are taking care of you, taking care of your family. Uh, Francis, I, I know you're focused on, on Anthony. Is the plan or is the blueprint um, to fight Anthony Joshua, to beat him, and then to fight the winner of Usyk and Fury? Because I know you would like to get that fight back again with Tyson.
3: No, I'm I'm not looking for the winner of Tyson and Fury. I'm looking for Tyson. Tyson owe me a fight. Just told me a fight. Uh, I don't give a... It- about like the winner of Yusik and Tyson. I'm coming after Tyson. Win or lose, I want Tyson.
1: Francis, that, that is awesome. Congratulations. Uh Could not be happier for you. Uh, we appreciate your time so much, Francis. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate yeah, we'll, we'll talk soon. Well, Joe, Draymond Green uh, is back. Uh, has not yet played, but has been reinstated. By the NBA, now you'll remember it's a story we talked about a bunch here. It was December 12th when the Warriors star hit Yusuf Nurkic, uh, the Suns player, during a game. Obviously, uh, Nurkic was, was hurt. He was on the ground. And there was, a, there was a big penalty here for Draymond Green to play. Ends up missing 12 games, Mojo, before he's reinstated. We'll see when he's going to come back. Likely going to be sometime this week. Mojo, you know what's interesting here? Draymond Green made a pretty big revelation. He said that he almost retired after the whole controversy happened. You had everyone talking about Draymond. And during a conversation with the NBA commissioner, he revealed his plans. And the only reason, Mojo, he says that he is still playing is because Adam Silver actually convinced him, hey, not a smart idea. Draymond revealed this during the latest episode of his podcast. Fascinating stuff.
3: I had a conversation with Adam Silver, commissioner of our league. And I just told him, Adam, it's too much for me. Like, it's too much. Like, this is too much. It's all becoming too much for me. And I'm going to retire. And Adam said, "Uh, you're making a very rash decision and I won't let you do that. Very thankful uh, to play in a league with a commissioner like Adam, uh, who's more about helping you than hurting you or helping you than punishing you or, you know, he's more about. The players.
1: Yeah, Mojo. I can't ever remember hearing a story in the past of a commissioner stepping in like this and and actually talking Draymond out of retiring. It's 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 pretty surprising in in, in a conversation about disciplining the guy.
0: I was about to say this is one of those rare promos where a player actually uh salutes the commissioner yeah. of the league. I it doesn't mean, happen much. Yeah, man. Usually the commissioners are
1: just. Portrayed as like supervillains, you know, that are right. raining on everyone's parade. Right. Look at Tom everyone. Brady's relationship uh, with Roger Goodell. I mean, or or anyone's relationship with Roger Goodell. They're not exactly lovey-dovey with the N- uh, NFL's commissioner. This is weird. This is. I, it's good, but it's strange. No, it's brilliant,
0: Babcock. What he's doing. <laughs> He's putting over the commissioner, so next time he inevitably gets into trouble, the fine is going to be lightened and the suspension will be shorter. I don't know if I believe that Draymond was considering retirement. I don't know if I can accept that. I think this is a lot of frustration. Obviously, there's been a lot of incidents for Draymond recently. He's probably getting sick and tired of it. Maybe he feels like... Maybe he was partially in the wrong for some of these things. Maybe he thinks he was overpunished for these and he's, uh, he's getting tired of it. So maybe this was just a conversation point. Like, Hey, keep messing with me, keep messing with (laughs) me. And I will walk away from this game. Y'all love my antics. You love the way I play the game. You love the attention I bring to it. I bring a lot of, lot of extra added value off the court. And uh, I'm getting sick and tired of the way y'all are playing with me. I mean, I could absolutely see this conversation addressing that issue uh, more than I can see Draymond saying he was actually going to retire. I mean, let's be honest, 12-game suspension. I don't even think he's been out an entire month just yet. I think he's just shy of it. So yep. it's not like it was that long of a time, you know? So that, that that's just where my mind is y- with that. Yeah, it.
1: no, I, I think you're right too, Mojo. I think it was just a lot of uh, frustration. I mean, look, Draymond Green's a veteran. He's 33 years old now. He came into the league in 2012. So uh, he's he's been around for a long time, but he's still... I think he's still a, a serviceable player. He's still a player that can help a team. I don't know that he's going to remain with the Warriors after this season. That'll be interesting to see. But I think there's, there are still teams around the league that want Draymond Green. And, yeah, not, not time for him to go. Just, yet. Line of the goal. The Phantoms flip to center. Krisky will
2: glove it with his men in deep. He'll play it back to his own zone. Amin up the middle Trinyev, trying
3: to split the defense. Bobbling
2: puck right wing. He scores! Let the sweet, cuddly mayhem commence! Don Trinyev scores the teddy bear toss goal. It's plush pandemonium in Hershey. What, what an event. I mean,
3: obviously, look at the Bears. Uh, you know, I've been able to be a part of it a, a handful of times here, but uh you know this doesn't get old well, you know watching these bears come uh you know i heard something earlier that they're trying to get over ninety thousand, and uh, you know they're still flying just looking at it. What, a, what a sight it's unbelievable
1: Mojo, i love this this is awesome it was last night at the annual hershey teddy bear toss sunday afternoon now this is awesome mojo so essentially what it is you've obviously got a hockey game going on here a game by the way that the hershey bears won three to two over Lehigh Valley, but who cares about the game when we're talking about a whole bunch of money being donated to charity. Oh my God, that is absurd. Mojo, basically what this is, is you bring a bunch of stuffed animals, in many cases, teddy bears, to the arena, which it's called the Giant Center. It fits like 10,000 people. They got nearly 75,000 teddy bears, 74,599 to be exact, Mojo. That is 7,000 more, give or take, than last year money going to a whole bunch of local charities, 35 local charities to be exact. So they are helping out just about every cause under the sun. And I mean, what a cool, what a fun promotion. Am I right?
0: You are right, sir. (laughs) 10,000 in attendance or 10,000 capacity. Either way, that means every single person had to bring (laughs) seven and a half stuffed animals (laughs) to hit that number. So if like 100 people forgot to bring something now we're really getting set back here with our <laughs> they're averages. drowning in teddy bears
1: that's what i was first...
0: gonna say i was about to say this is almost a safety hazard <laughs> that many teddy bears somebody might drown under there and suffocate this is awesome uh, i would advise all players to take off their skates because just oh no. slide it down the ice for a little bit you might decapitate like 42 stuffed animals so uh no no skates on the ice when this happens
1: all right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. We got a good one tomorrow, though, and I'm excited for this one because, Mojo, you are going to be joined by one of your former WWE superstar friends who happens to now be one of the biggest free agents in all of wrestling. I know you got a bunch of questions about where the career goes from here, so I am excited for that, Mojo, and if that's not a great show, I don't know what is.
0: Not only just a former WWE superstar, Babecock, but also a former NFL player, big news coming up in this man's future. So that should make tomorrow the best show since today.